Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 14. I repeat, 14 of Live from the Lane Line. <clears throat> I say that because you'll hear in the podcast, me and Avery both thought it was the 13th episode this time. So um, excuse us and our slight mental degeneration. All right. But nonetheless, beautiful episode. Um, we were live in person this time. We were both in the valley. So we got to sit together and record it on the same. Uh, in the same mic which was great um so i hope you guys enjoy as usual hit the like hit the subscribe follow the podcast on spotify and we also have the patreon up and running so if you want a sticker sign up for the patreon it's five dollars it's not a whole lot of money if you buy coffee at starbucks you're used to spending at least five dollars so go over there to the patreon make sure you put in your shipping address in the sign up page otherwise i don't know where to send the sticker i don't want to have to reach out to you guys but i will because i love you but save me the hassle all right enjoy the folk or the fucking episode guys i love you kill all right welcome to episode 13 13 of live from the ley line folks this is an exciting one I'm here with Avery together. Person. Cheers. Cheers, motherfucker. Welcome, Colorado. Yeah, buddy. It was a it's graduation season. Yeah, graduation. Both of our sisters, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was your last sister to graduate, right? Yep, yep. Man, full empty nest now. All grown up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's such a beautiful time of the year. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. So, we got lots to talk about here in person. It'll be a lot easier to talk in person as well because yeah. you just flow better when you're exactly so. Conversation is normal. Yeah. It's not all stilted. Yeah. So this one will be interesting. We got a couple different things to go over, but I think the number one thing that he's been dying to get off his chest is uh, your tour. Yes. So while I was in Colorado, I had the wonderful opportunity to go and tour uh, a Masonic Lodge. Yeah. And not here in Colorado, but here in the Valley. Dun, you know? dun, I'm always dun, in Colorado. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but yeah, so I went, I went into the Wolf's Den, folks. It was real this time. I got to fucking do the shit, the handshake. No, I didn't do the handshake. Uh, no, say, well, they don't teach you the handshake right away. Yeah. No, they gave me a bunch of pamphlets like the Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. And yeah, I was excited. I showed Avery a couple of these. It was very interesting. Um, they, you know, obviously, any Mason that you talk to is going to tell you that all the conspiracies that we talk about are ridiculous. Yeah. Which is what I would say, too. I was doing shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It was just very cool. He like took me into the worship room. Because there's like a downstairs and an upstairs, and he yeah. took me to the upstairs, which was where they do the they like set up the chairs on the cardinal directions. There's a, I think it's like an east, west, and a south chair. Gotcha. For the different like masters that are sitting, and there's different sashes that they wear, yeah. and there was like all sorts of symbolism. There's the little you know square and compass all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, they had them on these posts that you could pull out, so it was like a little staff, and it was the little square and compass symbol with a moon yeah. and then a sun on the other side yeah. across from each other. And oh, it was just very weird. Had some weird vibes. There was like a sword sitting on one of the thrones, like dope ass sword. I didn't want to touch it because I didn't know what I was allowed to do, but yeah. it was very cool to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was freaky. Yeah, the uh, their symbol looks. You can see that pretty good actually at the bottom there. But the uh, conspiracy theorists say is that's supposed to be a goat head. Yep, the Baphomet. Yeah. It's just got the triangular shaped head with the yep. long nose and the ears. Exactly. But so were you allowed to go downstairs at all or no? Um, I don't know if there was a downstairs. Oh, okay. Oh, you I mean didn't... like the base level? Like yeah, so there was the base level is when you come in. Okay. And okay. then upstairs is where the worship room was. Yeah. Um, had the checkerboard floor around the edges. Did they? Yeah. Oh shit. I know as I was coming up the stairs, I saw the checkerboard floor. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh no. What am I getting myself into? People that don't know the checkerboard symbolizes good versus evil, light versus dark. Duality. Yeah, duality. Yeah. Which is something that the symbol of the goat head or the baphomet also symbolizes yeah. is like a, a reconciliation of opposites. Because it's like yes. it's like the male goat with the tits. Yes. And it's pointing up and down, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, very interesting stuff. They're all about symbolism. That's what the Masons, like, it's a huge way that they pass a lot of their knowledge is through symbolism because it just speaks to the subconscious mind. Yeah. And yeah, it's very interesting stuff. It's funny. Like, <laughs> I just want to read some of the stuff in here. Did you read yeah. this one? Yeah. No, not that one. It was like... Uh, what masonry is not yeah it does not solicit members it is not an insurance or benefit society it is neither a religion nor a creed nor a religious order it does not make charity organization or it's not a charity organization but makes charity a duty um it says it dictates to no man as to his beliefs either religious or secular um, it seeks no advantages for its members through business or politics which that's a big one that i disagree with yeah it is not a forum for discussion of religion, politics, or other partisan affairs, which I also disagree with. Maybe the lodge itself, like when they're doing lodge. Yeah. But when they're down at the pool table, you know what they're fucking talking about. Yeah. And it says it is not a secret society as it does not conceal its existence or purposes. Yeah. Just hide in plain sight. Exactly. Well, um, what was the one? Let me see real quick. The one that you pointed out right away. Um, it seeks no advantages for its members through business or politics. How come so many politicians are Freemasons? I know. How come so many a bunch elites? of presidents? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> CEOs, politicians. That's a funny one, isn't it? They're they're always big members in your community. Like you can always tell who the Masons are because and that's another thing they say in one of these pamphlets. It says, um, they were just talking about like, you know, a Mason, you wouldn't know that he's a Mason other than the way that he leads his life. So it's like they don't talk about being a Mason. It's not, I don't know, it's just such what are they fucking up to in there? And you looked him up in some pool, yeah? Yeah, dude. So the Grand Master. Yeah. Um, I'm leaving names out of this because I don't want to, like, I don't know. I don't want to give these people's identities out or, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But he was there with, so my mom's boss is who gave me the tour. He's a Mason. And she works in Rifle at this place. And like I said, for names, all intents and purposes, yeah. hiding the names. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure if he happens to hear this, I'm sure he's a very good person and everything. Like, oh, he's awesome. He's yeah. going to be on the podcast. I talked to him. Okay. He's willing to do an interview. We're going to call it like interview with a Freemason. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So we're not ripping at you at all. This no, for fun. no, this is awesome. And it was yeah. such a cool opportunity to go in there and yeah. just see what they got going on. Cause yeah. I don't know, as a conspiracy theorist, you hear a lot of shit about the Freemasons. Yes. yes. And not a, it's not a pretty picture that's painted about these dudes, yeah. but, but, He's a very nice dude. 
like yes. individually from the Masons. Great guy. Yep. Has a beautiful family. Like he's awesome. Yeah. I oh yeah, I always say judge individually. So. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And the Grandmaster was a really great dude too. So it was only those two guys there. They're doing like a little yard sale type thing. Um, I was hoping to find some like memorabilia. It was just like PS3s and yeah. shit. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Heavy downs. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get like a ring or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we they have a pool table downstairs and I play pool on Wednesdays. So I was playing pretty good. I didn't whoop him, but it was a good competition for him. You can tell not a lot of the other people playing, like give him too much competition. Yeah. I was working him. Yeah, you actually do it as like a what's even the word? It's not even a hobby. It's like you do it competitively. So somewhat competitive, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, pull so much fun. And I can do it when I'm old and broken. Yeah. (laughs) As long as I can still see. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I was I was nervous, not gonna lie to you guys. Yeah. I was like telling my mom that I was going down there. I was like, Mom. You don't hear from me in an hour. <laughs> they <laughs> chopped me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just thought it was very interesting. And they were they were pushing really hard to get me in. Yeah. They were both like, yeah, we could get you with a lodge in the springs. And yeah. And I was like, damn, like, maybe. <laughs> like, shit. Kind of want to do a little fucking sneakeroo. Double agent action. Yeah. No, no kidding. What does it take to get in? Like, does it cost money? No, no, no money. You have to be petitioned in by members of the lodge. Oh, okay. So you have to know somebody from the lodge for six months. And then what you do is you start inviting them around lodge members. And if they like them, they invite you in. They do like a character analysis of you through social gatherings. Damn, okay. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. But he, they were saying like, like, well, shit, we could get a petition going for you pretty soon. Like... Um, he's like if you know him you know and if how long have you known him okay well yeah then yeah i mean we can get a petition going soon i was like yeah i don't know maybe i have to think about it it's it's tempting but it's scary i just don't want to be on the wrong side of history with that kind of thing yeah you know well you know i think you know where you're where you stand right it might be cool dude i think it would be pretty cool up in there yeah do a little fucking recon work (laughs) bring it back for the people all right, so let's get into space is fate. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it, folks. Put on your fucking tempo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what, what, how we feel about NASA. Yeah. Founded by a Nazi. Yeah. Not uh, a space organization. Yeah. And they originally um, were meant for deep sea exploration, right? I think so. Yeah, and they eventually stopped. I can't remember what the year was, but they cut off, and they're like, "Screw that, we're going to space." Going to space, baby. So a lot of people like to say, like, "Well, what the hell did they find down there?" Yeah, they're and like down okay. deep in the Mariana Trench. They're like, "Okay, we'll we'll go." <laughs> That's too much. We won't come back. <laughs> we'll try to up place. Oh um, Lord. No. So the theory is that no one has ever seen space, been to space. We can go over the moon landing. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it's not, yeah, that's a studio yeah. in fucking Nevada. Oh, yeah. But it's a compelling stuff because every picture of a planet, Milky Way, galaxy, our own Earth, planet Earth, the moon, all of that, everything, and you can go and look right on NASA's website, are CGI generated. Correct. Because obviously you don't have a big enough camera no. to take a picture of it, so they 
they look at it supposedly and they try and scale it and then it's completely yeah. well and they get like blurry shitty images yeah and then they like enhance it yeah with cgi generated or ai you know yeah. animation essentially yeah and then they make it you know look like space yeah like what they've said is space yeah so technically nobody has ever really seen a planet or anything like that only lights yeah so yeah and that's what they say like that's the the flat earth conspiracy is that it's they're lumineers yeah is what they call them yeah. that's what the stars and the moon are and the sun as well yeah so it's a very weird theory i don't know if i subscribe to it myself personally yeah it's a hard one, especially because I've just been indoctrinated for the with into the globe for so long. Yeah. That it like now my rational brain, especially with doing, you know, higher level high school physics classes and yeah. shit, you have like a better understanding of how gravity and things like that work. Yeah. But then you bring that word up, gravity around a flat earther, and they'll yeah. fucking bite your tongue off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's density. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, no disrespect to any flat earthers. Comment below and have we'll have you on. Let's talk about it, yeah. please. Because yeah. I, I want to be enlightened about it. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I want to be shown it. Well, some of their theories are freaking crazy. Like, yeah. How come water always finds its level? Stuff like that. And they use gravity and it's either centripetal or centripetal force. Yeah. It's like the one that keeps it stuck to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what they use as the, you know, justification for why the water stays level. Yeah. It's because there's that active gravity force continuously pulling it down. Yeah. Which would cause it to always be pulled towards the same spot, which would be a level, you know? Yeah. But Let's it see, is weird. Then the uh, flat earthers would say, how come mosquitoes don't just fly off the earth? Then? How come they're not suppressing them? You know? I, I think <laughs> the rational, no, and I'm just trying to argue I know, I know, I know. devil's advocate. It's fun. Um, I think what it is, is that the atmosphere gets so thin and they just, it can't sustain life. So it's like, they have to stay where the oxygen is dense, which would also lead to the gravity theory because gravity is pulling the oxygen yeah. denser at the surface and the atmosphere gets lighter and lighter as you go up. Because That's true. Yeah, so know. one little water molecule is probably still weighs heavier, weighs more than a mosquito, probably, huh? Yes, yes, and I think that's it's acting on each individual molecule and pulling it down. Yeah, um, and they combine. Does water combine when it's together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it'll like okay. mix together. Making sense now. See, it's and like that's blanket. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Um, but it's that's why it's hard for me to believe those kind of theories because I, I can all I can pretty much explain it away yeah kind of but not really yeah. it's like pseudoscientific because i don't have a true understanding of it yeah you know um very compelling stuff it is let now, us know in the comments if you're a flat earther yes yeah, for real as for the moon i mean the first thing that i really find entertaining is when the this reporter i can't remember his name he goes around and asks all of the astronauts who were supposedly on the moon he goes to their place of business, houses, anywhere, and yeah. have them put their hand on the Bible yeah. and swear to yeah. God that they walked on the moon. And every then Buzz Aldrin tries to like hit him, right? Does, yeah, he <laughs> every single yeah. one of them is like, fuck you, get out of here. Um, ah, it's fucked up. I think it was Buzz Aldrin and his son 
they did it at their house. They showed up to their they house. They showed up. A fake interview or whatever, and he tried to do it. And in the video, he started blasting him. <laughs> in the leaked audio clip, the son is like, do you want me to, you know, call the CIA and get him smoked, Dad? Like, it's crazy. No shit. Yeah. It's Damn, it there. goes deep, folks. Yeah. It goes deep. Buzz Aldrin was in a Freemason. Yeah. They they have it written in this whole pamphlet. He wasn't? He was. Oh, he was. Yeah. was. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything. Right here. Boom. Edwin Buzz Aldrin. Crazy. Yes. This is cool shit. And they're everywhere, bro. Like, all the major buildings were laid by these masons. Sorry to fucking tangent off again. No, no. no we'll go back fine. to the space. But yeah, it's just interesting. They fucking build everything. They're the ones going to space. They're the ones creating legislator. It goes deep. Yeah. Makes you wonder. Yes, indeed. Yes, going indeed. on in there. <laughs> but, like, back to the fucking NASA yeah. um, conversation. You guys should watch the documentary slash movie Level. And then um, The Next Level. There's two of them. Yeah. And they're these. Have you seen them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Sean Hibbler. He's yeah. the one who, like, directed them. And Eddie Bravo's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But... They have some very compelling evidence in those movies. Oh yeah, you know, and it makes you wonder. It really does. Not enough to convince me, but I was immediately afterwards. I was like, "Oh, they're fucking lying to me." What else are they lying to me about? Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things that go with it. Like in the videos, there's an instance where an astronaut is running and then he falls down, and then instead of like pushing himself up like obviously you're able to float more but when he falls down it's literally like he's lifted back up on like a you know a belt yeah and so he just like kind of floats back up and then he goes back to popping like this you it's know bullshit. it's weird um so how are we able to make a phone call using a landline? <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there's lots of i think they said that they were you i don't know what they said they were using the broadcast is the hard part for me to yeah, understand. Yeah. They broadcasted it live. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't Folks, know. being lied to. I don't think we ever went to the moon. Yeah. I think I agree with that 100%. There's a recent interview from like 2016 where this woman is talking to NASA and she's like, how come we don't go back to the moon? And they're like, well, we don't have the technology. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'd love to go there, but it's... You know, we had the technology, we destroyed it, yeah, uh, and it's a painful process to build it back. Yeah, it's, it's like fuck you, man. No, totally it's not right. Yeah, and you're liars. How come at this day and age we aren't able to take fucking, you know, first class flights to the moon to tour it? Exactly, you know? <laughs> or even first class flights to fucking Antarctica. Why can't you go to Antarctica? Yeah, that ties again into oh, like the movie and shit. Like, yeah, why can't we go to Antarctica? You seen a. Uh, you see the maps of the old world, mm-hmm. how like it goes in circles. So what we know as Earth right now is like the most smallest inner core of our land mass. Yep. And then once you go back past Arctic walls, it's like there's so like way huger land masses than what we know today. Have you seen those maps? Yeah. It's really cool stuff. Yeah. It's like why those are we not allowed to build compelling there? maps, dude? And it's weird to look at on the land and turns out everyone's life would be flipped completely upside down well there was more resources exactly that's exactly why they do it it's yeah. because they want to push this model of scarcity yep. because if they can convince you that there are not enough resources yep. for you and everybody else to use as much as you want yep. then they can put rules on those fucking resources yep. 
and then they can use those rules to leech out all of your fucking monetary assets. Yep. And that's not a joke, folks, by the way. Um, if you go to Antarctica, it's only like strictly tour based. Yeah. If you go in free advance and go by yourself and you sail too close or fly too high, they will shoot you. Yeah, it's shoot on site order. It's a serious thing. So yeah. how come as a human being, no one in the world is allowed to get in a plane and just fly past Antarctica and just wrap around the world? Not, allowed, not allowed to do it. Nope. Yeah, it's not. It's the what was the uh, what was the name of that captain? Captain Cook? Does that sound yeah, right? Captain Cook. Yeah. He he's he has a crazy. His story is ridiculous. He talks about this hole yeah. in the ice, and the inside wasn't there like different creatures and shit that he could see. It was like um, it was like the King Kong movies or the new Godzilla movies. He and this is public record. He yeah. said that him and his crew flew into a hole in the ice that was essentially a portal. And when they came out on the other side, there was a beautiful city, crazy landscape, and then there was a completely different race down there. And that's true. It's in his journals. He was, uh, I don't, was it NASA? I don't know if it was NASA or just like a super high up Navy pilot or something like that, Air Force pilot. But you know, he's a See, real it's terrifying. Captain Cook. They're hiding shit from us, guys. Yeah. It's probably it like what Transformers stuff. is about. Yeah. Yeah, he said that um, – I think it might be where the greys come from. He said that they were humanoid, but they were more divine and taller and super mm. intelligent. And I can't remember. I think he said the reason that they cut off communication with us is because we're so dangerous. I think that's what he said, yeah. Damn, we're just fucking – we're hillbillies. Yeah. We shoot our guns at them. <laughs> I, oh, you know what it was? It was because we fuck with nukes. Oh, that's why I the nuclear power. It's like the meth head friend you got to cut off. You're yeah. like, damn, he's doing nukes now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's too hardcore. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh. It's very compelling, though, folks. Look up. I'm pretty sure it's Captain Cook. Yeah, and his Antarctica voyage because it's compelling shit. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Drink but, choice for this one is oh, yeah. Beer's Banquet. Well, thank you, boys. Colorado beer. Avery, it's a fucking pleasure to cheers you, buddy. Absolutely. This is a lot of fun. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is, we're breaking ground, folks. This yes. is the first in person podcast we've done. Yes. And it's exciting. Yeah. And we're just getting started. We did not pre plan to talk about anything for this one. So nope. just wait. Yeah. Let the juices start flowing. Exactly. Exactly. We, yeah, we came in with no rough draft. I just want to talk about the Mason shit really quick. Yes. That was just fresh on our mind. Yep. And yeah, we're going to get into it deep today. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some shit. My mind's always on the like agenda that they're trying to push. Agenda 2030. Yeah. And it just terrifies me because it's a slow crawl and it happens every day. Yeah. Every time I watch the news, it's like, oh, that's the next step. Huh? Yeah. Oh, that's the next step. Yeah. We could go over it again because I feel like it's hard to explain and I probably haven't explained it that well yet, yeah. especially over, you know, the computers, how we usually do. Exactly. The elites have a plan in place to make it so that no, there's either completely super filthy rich people or dirt poor, I'm going to use the word slaves because literally that's the plan. I know that sounds insane, but when you look at what's going on, the 2030 agenda was a written out documented documented plan. Mm-hmm. And part of that stuff was like getting God out of school, which is fine, but that's just part of it. Getting God out of school, getting parents less involved in their children's lives, yeah. 
Um, That's a big one is breaking up the family. Yeah. Getting parents less involved with children. Yeah. Separating the information that they know. Yeah, exactly. Because if the parents can't control the way their kids think, then there's just like a, it's like a high mindset. I know. You know? Um, And so the biggest ones are one world religion. Everyone believes in one thing. You can debate on what that might be. Another huge one is one world currency. That's one that's really trying to push through the cracks right now. It's happening. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's happening. Um, And the reason crypto is so scary is because if the government doesn't like you or what you believe, they click a button and all your assets and money are literally gone. Because how can you prosecute that? You can't. It's digital. It's not real. So it's really scary stuff. The end goal is to, like I said, just have a elite class of people that live on the earth and have an amazing time and do whatever they want and then have you know the 99 percent it'd be like 99.999 percent uh all slaves work yep third jobs yep yep so that's pretty scary their views too this like elite you know mindset that these people have the it's the trudeau families the musks these people have this idea of like there's people that are fit to rule and fit to have money and there's people that are fit to work and do bitch slave labor yeah because yeah you know, and that's just how it is that's how we were made you know and uh, it's just fucked up these people i believe you were talking about like what the one world religion is going to be yeah i think they're going to try and instill this Molochian yeah like you know sacrificial religion well because if you look at it that's what they worship right now i know i know and they want to push that on us i feel like and this is a weird like topic and it's hard to explain but i feel like it's Milwaukeeans versus luciferians yeah i remember you got into this a little bit on episode one yeah and like you know people like hillary they're Milwaukeean. yeah you know but then there's the luciferians which i believe that's what the masons are I think they're Luciferian. I think once you get to that 33rd degree, they tell you, oh, hey, by the way, the guy you're worshiping, he's the devil. Yeah. He's Lucifer. Yeah. Um, which would be a perfect deception, which is what the devil means, the deceiver. Yep. And that would be the most beautiful deception ever. Get him believing in your God, the G. Mm-hmm. That's what the fucking G is. Yep. You know, get him believing in God and then have them so devoted to this God that they wouldn't give up their God, even if it wasn't their God. And so then once you're at that 33rd level, they're like, Oh, by the way, it's this guy. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck, you know, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's, what's going to happen. I feel like there's warring factions too. I don't think it's just one person trying to push the 2030 agenda. I feel like there's it's like mafia families and yeah. they're fighting for control. Yeah. Totally, yeah. That's a great point. Um, Alex Jones talks about that a lot. Yeah. Don't cancel us for bringing him up. I know. <laughs> you gotta tread lightly, people. Fucking. I know. Throw the whole baby out with the bathwater lately. But he is right about a lot of stuff, and what he says is that there are two sides yeah. within the elite that some are like crazy, but they really are trying to push for good, and the yeah. other side is like trying to burn it down. So. Which is terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. We're caught up in the middle of it. We yeah. just fucking. Go to school, go to work, drink some beer, yep. kick it with the boys. So that's what we're supposed to do, you know. know. They're giving us bread and circus. Yeah, bread and circus. We talked about it before. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, that's why like athletes are paid so fucking much. Yeah, is to like put you on a different pedestal from these people that are your bread and circus. 
And then it's like, no matter how much you work, you'll never make that much money. Yeah. And they made it in one year with their contract and they have five years on the contract. Yeah. I like what you just brought up. They pay them so much money so that you idolize them. Correct. And you're, you're not worried about anything else. Yep. Yeah. It's fucked up. I want that. Yeah. Well, and when you have that envy, you're always going to watch. Yeah. You know, they've got you in a box that way. It's the carrot and the stick. It is really enlightening stuff. It is. It's good to be able to see through it. A lot of people are just caught up in it. Mm -hmm. You see the people and that's all they think about is like different sports and shit. And they're just so caught up in it. And then you try to talk to them about some real shit, like what's going on in the world or politics, literally just anything. And they clam up and they're like, no, I don't talk about that shit. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. Enjoy your game. (laughs) (laughs) How about them nuggets? How about them nuggets though? Shit, folks. Yeah. Colorado Natives, first yeah, finals baby. appearance ever in history for the Nuggets. It's 1-1 one, one right now. Yeah. So. I thought if they were going to win it, I thought they were going to sweep. So. Me too. Hopefully. I was hoping. Uh, could you imagine a sweep through the finals? Yeah. The first they sweep the Lakers, then they sweep the fucking Miami Heat, dude. It would be a pretty dominant legacy. Oh. Um, yeah. Yoko just bringing back some shit for his fucking Serbian family. Yeah, yeah. You know it. <laughs> he doesn't brush his teeth and stuff. Oh. Yeah, you ever heard about that? No. Oh, dude, you gotta see some pictures. He does not brush his teeth. He's proud of it. He's got oh, a wife with grill on him. Anybody kiss him? Have a wife. A little baby. Yeah. They probably don't kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking grimy, bro. He keeps his mouth guard in at all times. Oh, <laughs> imagine he's got like four different types of fucking bacteria growing in there there's bacterial wars happening in, in his yeah. home guard it's like <laughs> that south park episode where there's communities of lice yeah <laughs> take my baby <laughs> uh. oh shit oh that's funny Fucking South Park. Did they get away with so much? I love it. I love how they're uncancelable. Yes, me too. I don't know how they do it, how they get away with it. Yeah. But they're they're master craftsmen with sliding shit under and making fun of everybody in the right way. Yeah. And in a very untasteful way every time. Yeah. So that it, like nobody can be too offended because they're like, wow, all right, they got them too. So yeah. you know. Oh, I love it. I love it. They're so funny. They talk, they have like episodes about like gentrifying. Colorado, like a bunch of rich people moving yes. into South Park, and yes. they're like making fun of him, and, but they're like making fun of him not because he's a poor kid, but because he's a rich kid. Yeah, like switches around. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love the episode good. where, um, all these uh, so Butters finds out that he's actually a Hawaiian native, <laughs> and when he goes there to like be with his people, it turns out that the natives are people who just have citizenship there, and they live in like nice resorts and stuff like that. Oh, so that's hilarious. It's about the rich white people. And so they're like, oh, yeah, like, you're you're actually a native to this place. You know, your parents have their membership. And so the way you become a native is you get, like, a platinum card for Marriott. <laughs> it's so awesome. Man. That's the heritage. Like, I'm a native. I've lived here for six months. You know, oh, it's so yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Just making fun of people that go and that do that to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. Covers. Exactly. Okay. I'm a Colorado native. It's yeah. like, dude, moved here when you were 25. Yeah. Okay, you're not a native. Yeah. Shit. Colorado's beautiful. It really is. It's beautiful. Weed's legal. Fucking A right. It's not super dangerous. Aurora's pretty up there, but it's not 
among like the top 30 no. most dangerous. No, it's not even bad. It's cool. The one problem is the taxes keep going up. We are a super blue state. Oh, I know it. But it's honestly worth it for the views and everything like that. It's, it's scaring me because, dude, we're going to fucking, I don't know, they're going to clamp down hard enough yeah. to where, you know, yeah. there's just going to be too many rules. They're going to take your guns away. Uh-huh. You got to tread really lightly when you start letting the fucking, and not to get into the red and the blue because I hate them both. Yeah. But yes. the blue march is a lot about taking your fucking shit. Yeah. Clamping down, taking your, your guns, taking your laws, taking your oil. Yeah. They're mad. They're ah, they're bastards, dude. I know. I don't like it. And they do it in a, a more sinister way, like in a quieter, like under the table kind of way. Yeah. They'll like they'll do a little float, like false flag operation. Yep. And then they're like, oh, you need we need to take your guns. Yeah. It's like, man, fuck you. Like you created that psychopath yeah. with all the SSRIs that you gave him. Yeah, I've voted every year since I turned 18 here. And I fucking read those bills and I read those yep. shits very closely. And every year they get a little more. A little more confident with how hard they're going to push taxes. Oh, I know. And yeah, dude, uh, your dad made a really good point when he was on our podcast. He made a great point about how taxes were two percent, right? Yeah, that's all about the founding fathers. And they were mad about two percent, and that's they should have been. But yeah, two fucking percent. They went out and killed those motherfuckers for two percent, and we're getting fifty scraped off the top, and we're like, thank you. Yeah. California. Thank you. Did I do it in time? Yeah. California is almost up to 60. I don't know how you put up with that. I don't. You got to just move. They love to say that, oh, it's only if you make more than 400K a year. That's when you really do it. No, it's not. No, I feel it now. No, because inflation. Yeah, my check hurts. People need to get into economics more. That's the hardest part right now is that nobody understands it well enough. Yes. Everybody's a fucking Kim Kardashian expert yeah everybody's got a master's degree in reality bullshit but nobody knows anything about their finances or how the economic system works yes. how inflation works who controls your money that's not even your government that it's the fucking federal reserve yes it's insane but they enjoy being asleep and that's all right we'll let them sleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> the rising water will wake them up yeah that's <sighs> Bathroom break time? Yeah. Pause it. Pour my whiskey again. All right. So after a short pee break. Yep. We had to pee, ladies and gentlemen. And then we had to replenish. Always replenish. It's really important to stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. I think uh, I can't be stressed enough. And I like to like hydrate with some proper 12. Yeah. Proper 12. Me as well. And like we said, for his banquet. Um, Cheers. Cheers. Uh, fucking probably not great for your brain, but it's good for the immune system. Keeps the doctor away. So goddamn right. Yeah. Proper 12 a day keeps the 12 away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So something so that popped up it. in my head for some reason was I wanted to talk a little bit about enlightenment. Yes. Like a yoga instructor. I love it. Uh, we'll put our calm voices on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, a little piece for me personally is I've only listened to rap music for the last 10 years. Yeah. Still love it. It's dope. Yeah. Um, but I have realized that, like, when I start my day, 
perfect example is golfing mm-hmm. at 6 a.m not really trying to listen to gangster rap you no. know so i started listening to like happier music in the morning and i feel it yeah correspond with the rest of my day powers you through the day it's weird the good feeling music feels good in your soul it does um then when yeah. I, I'm going to go out and like drink and want to like fuck shit up, obviously I'm going to crank up my normal music. Got it. Yeah, right. Go out and get to work. Yeah. Um, what do you experience like that? So I completely agree. There's different kinds of music that I'll listen to for the different moods I'm in. And like on the, you know, on the topic of enlightenment, music that makes me feel enlightened a lot of times is the band Tool. Hmm. They They sing about these very transcendent ideas. And like just weird shit that you don't hear very often, you know. Um, it's super familiar. I think you've actually shown me that. Before. Yeah, I'll probably put it on for the boys. Scared everybody just a little. <laughs> it's it's a weird kind of music, but it's not bad, you know. Yeah. It takes some getting used to, but it's really trippy and transcendent. Um, I'm trying to think of another band that that hits me like that. Personally, I fuck with reggae. Reggae always gets me right in my zone. It's yeah. just like. That's cool. Calms my soul down. Feels good. Makes me feel that like enlightenment feeling, you know? Yeah. Like in the moment. I think that's a big part of enlightenment that they teach is being in the moment, being here now. Yeah. You know? Do you like a dubstep reggae? Yeah, dude. That's how dubstep started. Really? For folks that don't know. Rhythm? Yeah, dude. It was from the... (laughs) The Rhythm bass. I love that. That's probably where it came from. It's how the Jamaicans say rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm bass. Rhythm (laughs) Um, no dude but yeah they would do little steel drum shit with like distortion yeah and that was the first woes that's insane yeah does bob marley count as reggae Mm -hmm. yeah he does okay yeah one of my favorite albums ever is the one that has don't worry on it fucking a right i'm a fake fan because i can't name any of the other songs but my mom will put them on in the car yeah just like forever i'm like i love these musics dude i love that my, one of my favorites is Buffalo Soldier. Oh, dude, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Was yeah. Like that era. Of it's so good. He, like, talking about this dude that got stolen from Africa, mm-hmm. brought to America. Now he's fucking a slave, but he's a Buffalo Soldier. Right to know the horizon. Goddamn right. Oh, it's so good, No, dude. it's cool. And we've talked about before how music... The way it's made, especially nowadays, like the frequency it's made at can especially influence your soul. Yes. And stuff like that. So well, and you know, for folks who are live from the ley line buffs and have been listening since episode one, our second episode, we talked about frequency and resonance. Yeah. And our bodies have a frequency. Water has a frequency, you know, stones have a frequency. And if you can you know, tune in and match that frequency or find something that's complementary to that frequency, you know, you can amplify it yep. and you can do incredible things with it. Like sound can be very healing. Um, one of the most interesting things I heard recently was they were talking about churches yeah, and how churches are built acoustically to have a certain frequency. Yeah. And then the stained glass is used to like, to like, it almost amplifies the sun's rays. Yeah. And it creates this environment with the sound in the sun ray that like is a transcendent experience. I think that's why people have so many, you know, God moments. I, in church. Say, I think anyone will tell you when you walk into like a really nice, pretty church, you feel it. Yeah. You walk in there and you like, you're like, God damn, what's know. going on in here? For me personally, I don't know if it's good or bad. I me neither. I like, feel something on me. And what I always thought it was, I always thought it was bad. Yeah. And I thought it was almost like a hypnosis. I'd walk in and I'm like, 
Yeah. What are they trying to fucking do? Yeah. I felt like this, like, but now I realize that they're using these frequencies to do that. Yeah. And it's not good or bad. It's who's using their fucking, it's like a gun. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. And I think I have an interesting point of view on that too, because I'm, I'm totally Christian. I have a great relationship with God and everything like that, but I do not like church. Yeah. I'm not a fan of church. It makes me feel creepy up in there. Yeah. So. Well, and I think, you know, like that is weird. It's very telling for somebody who is a devoted Christian to also have the same skepticism that I do about church. Cause yeah. I'm, I've never really been, I was saved when I was younger, but with family, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's never been something I've been devoted to. Yeah. So I would not call myself a good Christian by any means. Of course not. not you know? Yeah. I know. I, I like that you have a different point of view. It makes, yeah. I think it makes for good conversation. For a good podcast. Got it. Right. right. We're not both just on here like. I agree Jesus. with you and yeah. hold hands together. Yeah, and, yeah. Pray. And we pray. Pray <laughs> session. Oh, no, yeah. but um, no, yeah. Bible seems that your body is the church. So, Amen. Amen. It's a temple, and it's that's a like a that's a belief that's in a lot of different religions. Yeah, that your body is a temple, and that you need to you know treat it like the Lord. It is. Yeah, and. Yeah, I think that's very compelling stuff. I like a lot of quotes from that. It's like, um, cleanliness is close to godliness. Yeah. You heard that one? Yep. It's cool. Stay clean, wash your ass. Goddamn right. I don't <laughs> want no stinky ass podcast listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's a perfect time for an ad. Uh, yeah. Hippie soap. Yep. Fucking, what's the name? Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch. Watch your ass. Your, your wife will like it. I'm not gonna lie, I've been thinking about trying them out. Dude, it's good. Getting away from the chemicals. Dude, it's fucking good. It's their shit's nice. They have deodorant. Hell yeah. Soap. Their soap always smells good, and you can just use the bar. Dude, it's nice. Because right now I just use like your typical body wash. I always make sure that it's like on the lesser side of chemicals, like Irish Spring and stuff like that. But I can just go straight bar soap. It's probably better than all chemicals. Yeah, especially on the nards. Exactly. You gotta protect the nards. You gotta protect. The family jewels. At least you know you're fertile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knows, man? Maybe the fucking... <laughs> the soap powered up my my, my nards. <laughs> gave me a fucking super baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd oh, shit. So um, ridiculous. Speaking of enlightenment, I think we wanted to talk a little bit about the pineal gland. Yes. I don't know if we've got into that, but it is a gland in your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. It's speculatory if it's in the forehead or if it's in the center of your brain. I think it's actually like you know where the so, and folks can look up a diagram of the brain and prove us both wrong. Yeah, because we don't we don't know what brains look like. Yeah. but I'm pretty sure it's right at the top of the fucking spinal cord. It oh, goes back. up into your brain, but no, the spinal cord goes up and then in. Yeah, and so it's like dead center. It's like the seed pod okay, of, that's of a nut. Yeah, yeah. So like right in the center. Yeah. Anyways, it is a gland that is super similar to your eyeball. Mm-hmm. It's basically a gland for an eyeball without a leg. It has a retina. Is what people would yeah. describe it as. And um, it's a really interesting topic because what we're getting at is the Egyptians were really obsessed with the pineal gland. Um, when they would mummify people, they would take special care with the brain and not mess up with the pineal gland. Or they would take it for ritualistic purposes. Right. Um, but it's really interesting. What makes it super interesting is if you've ever heard of DMT, mm-hmm. it's debated that DMT is naturally produced in the pineal gland, yeah. which 
if you know what I'm talking about, it's going to connect a bunch of dots for a lot of people. But if you don't know, DMT is a psychedelic molecule. They call it the spirit molecule. Yeah. When you smoke it, you basically, or, or ingest it, however, you basically transcend it to a different dimension. Yeah. And I like ayahuasca is a long form DMT trip. Yeah. Um, people may have heard of ayahuasca as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't really need to explain all of DMT. There's so much shit about it out yeah. there. But it's basically like people really think that is a way to tap into different dimensions and stuff like that. Because when you go into it, it's not like a typical acid trip or no. anything like that. It's like you feel like you go home. You feel like you're in a place that's familiar. Yeah. And you can, if you go deep enough, you can communicate with things that are yeah, otherworldly. There's these entities that will communicate with you. Oh, this whether are positive or negative. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like they'll, they'll talk to you in a language that's totally foreign, but you understand it clearly. Yeah. You get English for a while, <laughs> whatever language. And, um, oh, shit. There's a lot of stuff that goes into DMT. You'll have to listen to some stories, but it's really compelling because what I'm getting at is Egyptians were obsessed with the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. it, the diagram of a pineal gland looks like the eye of Horus. Yeah. If you, if you slice the brain sideways, yep. like in half and then peel it, it looks and you just look, like it. it. That's it. It's the, the eye part is the pineal gland and then it goes up and then there's the brain stem and it comes down with that weird little like. Yeah. So the tangent I'm on is Egyptians are super interesting people. Yeah. They with an understanding of that. Crazy technology. How do they know what the pineal gland is? Yeah. Why did they respect it so much to make it one of their God's symbols? Um, Unless that knowledge is given to them by their fucking Anunnaki yes, rulers. Yes. Yes. Or they were on DMT. Ooh. Yeah. And they, they knew that shit. So I've heard theories about DMT being in the desert right there by Egypt with the story of fucking Moses in the burning bush, the acacia bush. Um, yeah. For folks that don't know, um, there's a story in the and actually, are you done to tell the story in the in the Bible? Because I don't know if I'll recite it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd probably know better. But oh, just to start. Yeah. Bush. So the burning bush. Moses was leading his people through Egypt, right? Just to summarize it a little bit, he's leading his people through Egypt. They started. He left to go on a spiritual journey. His people started going crazy worshiping idols yeah and stuff like that and the way the bible describes it is moses talked to a burning bush and the burning bush was god essentially and that's how he got his commandments he got the ten commandments from the burning bush and he returned to his people saw what they were doing broke the original ten commandments that he wrote out into clay and he forced his people to drink the clay now the theory is that the burning bush was not just a bush on fire talking as a god. The theory is set some bush on fire. Yeah, man. And smoked it. I set some bush on fire like like three times, four <laughs> times a day. And that's how he came up with the Ten Commandments. That's a theory out there. Yeah. So that's a really cool one because what bush was it? The acacia bush. And it's I very believe. rich in... DMT. DMT. So, it's dude it all lines up pretty well it's crazy and you know he talks about having this god-like experience and god talks to him through the bush right yep very compelling it's compelling stuff yeah and so you know what that makes me think yeah. is that psychedelics have played a big role yes. in a lot of what religion is have you ever heard of john marco allegro um is this the guy who thinks that mushrooms 
like basically yeah exactly exactly so he wrote he was i'll give him a preface first he was the the like one of the leading architect would it be no not an architect that's stupid fucking archaeologist yes examining the dead sea scrolls um that they found and for people that don't know the dead sea scrolls are some of the original biblical texts that they've been able to pull and i think it's written in like sanskrit or something or hebrew yes. it's it's written in something old they found these scrolls in the dead sea yep um in this cave right that finally was like it, it was there was water levels that were covering yes. the cave the water level finally went down yes and they're like oh shit there's a cave right there and it's actually a cool story a child was just throwing rocks as those kids do into this cave and when he threw a rock he heard glass break and that's how he found the scrolls. It was a child. And so, yeah, the Dead Sea Scrolls are huge and super important because they basically prove that what is in the Bible is correct for the most part. Wow. It has, it has like, okay, I think it has over 30 scriptures in it. It's so amazing. Something like that. Um, oh, it's really amazing. Cool, really cool. But yeah. so he was one of the lead archaeologists studying these fucking these scrolls. And f- from what he found in his studies, he realized that. The Christian religion essentially was an amalgamation of psychedelic mushroom ritual worship and fertility rituals. It's really crazy stuff, but a lot of it is really, really compelling. Yeah, it's dude. Cool. Um, he wrote a whole book about it called The Sacred Cross and the it. Mushroom. Yeah. Shout out John Marco Allegro, because that shit's yeah. dope. Yeah. I think just to summarize it is basically people will get hopped up as hell on mushrooms. And then they'll do, well, they would all get fucking high and then yeah. they'd do like an orgy to have babies because back in the day you need to procreate, uh, fucking hell, procreate yeah. because otherwise you die. Like there's only yeah. so many of you and you need a couple kids that'll fucking take care of you when you're 30 and your back breaks. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I just want to go off real quick on the side note of that. Have you seen about how like, the red and white mushrooms corresponds with like Santa Claus. Oh, I know all about this. Yes, yeah, buddy, yeah. dude. That stuff is fun too. It is so compelling. I'm not so well versed in it though. You could probably explain it better. It's very compelling. Yeah. So essentially what they're saying is that the whole trope of Santa yeah. and that whole theme came from these, I think it was Serbia, mm-hmm. like these Serbian shamans who would go in and visit you in your house and bring you fucking mushrooms and you'd eat the mushrooms and he would come down because when you get snowed in he'd come down through your chimney and that's like the santa shit you know yeah comes down through your chimney with a sack full of fucking mushrooms and he gives you a couple mushrooms and you put them in your sock and you put them by the fire so they dry yeah and then um these mushrooms in particular the amanita muscaria which are the red cap white spots yeah those mushrooms have a symbiotic relationship with coniferous trees, okay. which are like pine trees. Pine trees, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so what <laughs> happens is when it would rain um, and when the snow would melt, these little mushrooms would pop up underneath the trees, a bunch of them right underneath the tree. And because they need the shade of the tree to survive, they, they get sunburned, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but And so that's where that... I think they pull a tree in their house and they put red gifts under it to symbolize that, you know, offering from the God, I think is what they were looking at it like. And their God being nature, obviously. It's crazy. Super compelling stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That shit. I went through a deep, deep rabbit hole about that. Yeah. 
I think I first heard about that on the JRE back in the day. Yeah. But I've had a bunch of conversations with people about it since. And it's cool. Everybody I talk to about it knows about it, which is sick. Yeah. It's just crazy how intertwined psychedelic use is in our culture. And I think that's another big push from these fucking reptilian elite, whether they're like actually reptiles or they just only use their reptile brain. Yeah. It's the same difference. These fucking reptile people who are instilling all these like, you know, bureaucratic rules. Like, no, you can't do these entheogens and these psychedelics. Yep. It's like, well, why? Because. Because. There's no fucking excuse. They just tell you because. Because bad things happened, you know, and this gets me into a tangent about Charles Manson. I think he was used to, um, is vilify the right word? Yeah. To vilify acid. Yep. Essentially. And to to make it, you know, an evil thing. Yeah. All these fucking hippies are taking psychedelics and murdering people. Yep. Which is almost the polar opposite of what they were really doing. Yeah. They were getting in touch with their genuine self and having realizations that how they're living in their nine to five bullshit is not the way. This goes back to enlightenment. Like yeah. this is not conducive for enlightenment. Yeah. You're never going to reach enlightenment doing shit like this. Yep. And people were realizing that and they didn't like that. They're like, well, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Send in Manson. Yes. You know? <laughs> You're absolutely correct because the moment someone tries psychedelics, they almost 100% of the time go, something's not right about yes. this. <laughs> like, wow, something, someone's been lying to me. And a lot of times, right I think that's why people have bad experiences is because it's so earth shattering to yes. realize that like, wow, they don't have my best intention in mind. Like, I'm not safe. It's they don't crazy. care about you. It is. Yep. They have you trapped. It's like fucking Animal Farm. Yes. You know? Yep. Y'all should read Animal Farm by George Orwell. Yeah. It's scary. It's a scary book. Personal experience, when I do them, I'm like, human beings are meant to go out and yep. innovate and love each other and do like almost like a more primal state. Oh, you know? I know. Yes. When I do it, I'm like, Fuck money. Yeah. Fuck all money standards, you know, like yeah. us human beings are meant to go out in the hills, build beautiful things, and live. Correct. You know, it makes me really think about that stuff deeply. I'm like, everyone's worried about a fucking car. I know. Let's go worried about their car horses. payments. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It's just well, yeah, and it's like if you had a horse, you could but now they have like laws. Now there's laws. You can't have your horse on the road. Yeah. So it's like, well, where can I have my horse? You know, it's they, it's it's incredibly genius. Yeah, they create the car. Oil company teams up with the car company, makes the road. Yeah, and then makes road laws to prohibit carriages and horses. Yeah, so that only their oil produce, like their oil guzzling vehicles, can be used. Yep. And so then the car companies and the oil companies are shaking hands and rubbing dicks. Yep, and <laughs> and all the horse people are fucked. Yeah fucked up it's awesome yeah they've got us by the throat bro but oh, yeah that's why you got to just take the power back and not let it affect you too much yeah well i think to I think to ride out on a horse as they would say let's get into the vatican yes yeah. dude the vatican so back the first thing i want to talk about the vatican yes. is there's all sorts of this pine cone symbolism at the vatican I've never been. Uh, to tie it back. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to go to the Vatican, but I've never been. But there's all this fucking pine cone symbolism at the Vatican. 
And for people that that don't know, the pine cone is associated with the pineal gland. Yep. Because it looks like a little pine cone. The gland itself, it's a little pine cone yeah. shape turned sideways in your brain. But, and it's so interesting that in the highest place of, you know, what would you say? Like, not deification, like but the holiness, highest. Holiness. Like yes. The most holy place. Most holy earth. place. Yeah. They have all these fucking pine cones sitting around, which is, it's weird. I don't even know if they have like pine cone bearing trees in that area. Yeah. They might. I might be talking out of my ass. But it's just weird that they have that all over the place. They yeah. must know what's going on with it. Right. I like, think they have an understanding. What is the significance of a pine cone yeah. to them? Exactly. Well, and, oh, that's a great question. That's a fucking great well, question. I what it is. Yeah, but what yeah. do they say it is? Right. Because they don't tell you it's the pineal gland, right? Okay, so more Bible stuff. In the Bible, I really need to be better with my sources. Anyway, in the Bible, <laughs> that's okay. it talks about how to find God, you have to go deep within. Mm. it talks about the kingdom of god is literally in you so i think that ties in with the dmt being produced in your body right you go deep enough within like near-death experiences and stuff yeah. like that because people can't explain that shit no people can't explain why you, talk you just have a psychedelic like experience people can't explain none of that shit no. and so there's an explanation for it i'll tell you right now it's dmt naturally produced in the brain so Fuck. yeah, that's what I would say it is for sure. Is they know, they know that, and they do have an understanding. Pineal gland is the key to seeing through the veil, and lots of things are calcifying your pineal gland. Like yes, fluoride. Yep, fluoride toothpaste will calcify your pineal gland. Yes, quick style makes it all crusty and not natural. That's why they're putting fluoride in your drinking water. And. uh Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they obsessed with the pine cone? That's okay. Got so it. I knew it. it has to be because that's it's the only thing that really makes sense. That's why yeah. the pine cones everywhere. Yeah, all over the Vatican. It's on this little scepter and shit. Yeah. Now that is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it goes deep, folks. They have a uh, resurrection of Jesus Christ piece in the Vatican, and it is literally the most scary demonic piece of art you'll ever see. It's terrifying. Yeah. To take a piece right out of Eddie Bravo's awesome rant on Joe Rogan, like the shit that they have in the Vatican is dark. Yes, that's one of them. The cathedral—they have a cathedral in there, and the the way it's shaped and the way it's painted, it is a serpent head. Oh, so I've seen, seen that. that. It's they say it's for acoustics. Yeah, but it's the way that it's fucking shaped. If you look at it from the entrance, yeah, and painted, it's a fucking snake head. It's a snake head. Anyone in the world would look at it. It's Which like a fucking snake. Well, and this this goes into the the order of the serpent and the fucking, which is believed to be this like ancient Babylonian like banker family order yeah. who has kept control of things for this long, and now they just use symbolism to like, hey, remember us, you know? But it's under a thousand different names already by this time. Yeah, and they've switched it up and. Yeah, that part is terrifying. The fucking... Because in the Bible, they talk about the serpent being the Lucifer. Satan. Yes. Yeah. And... Well, the, 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 the serpent with lakes. What is that? Um, the Quetzalcoatl? I don't know, but it... Um, 
it was a serpent on legs that influenced Eve. That's what they say. It was a serpent on legs. Yeah, serpent with legs. And when God figured it out or whatever, he took exactly the legs away. And so that's what snakes are. They have to roll around in the dirt for life. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. But no, yeah, it was the serpent. It was the serpent that fucking convinced Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, you know? Well, and you know, this I have already said this before, already on this podcast and about a hundred times on the others, but dude devil means deceiver yeah and so you know i think if the devil was here when and they've said it's lord of the earth yeah. you know satan's lord of the earth and it seems like the pope's got a lot of fucking control and not that the pope himself but i think it's the idea of this religion yeah this fucking controlling tithing religion yeah is could potentially be satan in disguise yeah wearing a mask like no we're the vatican we're good yes we're here for you but all the while they're doing these dark satanic ritualistic abuse of children yeah you know leeching of money from everywhere the amount of gold in the fucking vatican is unbelievable yeah i want to say i don't want to throw something out of my ass here but i think there's as much gold in the vatican as there is in the world wow i would believe it like they have almost all the gold as the rest of us and it was all collected. And another amount of people that have all the gold are these fucking Swedish banking families. Because that's where Hitler was stashing all of his gold while he was doing his crusades across the whole Europe area. Yeah. He was sending his gold off to these Swedish banks. And then nobody came to collect. So now that gold is just in Swedish banks. Anybody Have you ever seen The Man in the High Castle? I, think so. I think that's the name of it. Or no, that I'm getting my shows mixed up. It's a different show. Yeah. This one's called um, Hunter. Okay. Or Hunted. But it's about Jews, current day, hunting down. I think it took place in like the 70s. But they were hunting down Nazis that had switched. Okay. Yeah. That had been paper clipped over. I've heard about those. Dude. Oh, my God. Podcasts, yeah. yeah. And there's a scene in that show. I don't want to give any spoilers. But it, you should just watch the show because it's deep in the show and it doesn't tie into anything else. But there's a scene where they like go and they at the bottom of this Swiss bank who they know that this guy was tied in with the Nazis. He's Swiss, but he's tied in. And so they're, they're is that how they call him? Swiss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be rude or fucking intolerant. No. Here. But brings him down to the basement and it's like full of all this like Nazi regalia, all this gold, a bunch of like different countries like symbolism in this gold like you can see like which country they took each little piece of gold from you know and it was just an unbelievable collection and i don't think that's too far from the truth not at all i think they have that shit hidden fun fact did you know that there's enough gold within the earth to cover the earth in like a ball no shit yeah which would real quick that would be that would really tie in well to the anunnaki theory about how they wanted they created humans to mine gold because they want to so cover the fucking things with gold. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that is, that's a side tangent. Yeah, but that is why we were created. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah, anyways, the Vatican, most holy place on earth, is full of weird symbolism. Yeah. Um, yeah. The popes, there's a pope in white. There's a pope in red, I thought. I think it's red pope is there a red pope yeah i know there's a black pope as oh well. okay. so but i think that's like a hidden hand pope they don't show you the black pope i recently learned that there's a higher the gray pope the gray pope 
is tied into the Rothschilds. Interesting. Yeah, I just learned about this. So Rothschilds and what is it? Um, Rockefellers. Mm -hmm. They actually changed their name somewhere along. Yeah, Rothschild means red shield. Yeah. So they're all interconnected. But what is the last name? Was it Windsor? That's it. Yeah. Was it Windsor? Yeah. So somewhere along the line, they actually changed their fucking name. But they're originally Windsor. And that goes way, way back in history. And the Grey Pope is a Windsor. Mm Mm-hmm. People have known for a long time. Well, and I think the song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they changed, like, they switched their names around because people get privy to, like, oh, wow, okay, this family are the ones doing it. Yeah. And then so they're like, no. And they're like, okay, kids, you're Rothschilds now. And they push them out. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, well, they died. They're not doing it anymore. Yeah. But then the kids are just doing it under a different name. Yeah. Like Bush. Yep. <laughs> I have to give a big shout out to the first gay president, Barack Obama. Amen. Shout out to him. And and to Big Mike, big his Mike. wife. <laughs> big rock shoulder Mike. She probably got a hog warmer than mine, dude. For real. <laughs> she puts my hog to shame. Yeah. We were just talking about this the other day, actually. Um, Ireland really loves Barack Obama. I guess his grandpa was from there somehow. And, uh, Every time they go to Ireland, they tell us like every five seconds, like, oh, Barack Obama went here and stuff. The reason they love him so much is because Ireland's been experiencing a civil war for hundreds of years, and they're just going on like 20 years of peace right now because, right, um, Barack Obama went and interfered and like pushed for peace over there. No, so no that's why they fucking love him over there is because he helped with peace in Ireland. Fun fact. God, I did not know that. I've been there twice now. I know my shit. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some research about that because yeah, that's compelling. It's weird. That's very weird. Have you also heard about? Sorry for the short tangent here. Have you heard about how all the U.S. presidents can be related for, within like ten generations? No. Every single U.S. president can be related to each other by ten generations. Wow. How many generations do you think it would take for me and you to be fucking related? Do you think we're even related at all? I can't even put a number out there. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, like, people are like, well, 10 generations. Like, 10 generations is not very long. Not at all. It's like, maybe less than 50 years. Yeah. Or not, no, 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 500 years. 500 years. 50 yeah. years. No, I got you. <laughs> no. Um, Especially when people would live to, like, 40. Yeah, no. Unless you, like, literally are like, oh, we're all related to Adam. No. Like, if you take that out of the picture, no way yeah. you're related. Yeah. Oh, and that's the hard part for me to believe too. My biggest contention yeah. with the Bible story is the incestuous nature of the Genesis. It's really weird. The way that I've had it described to me before is that because they had holy genes, because they're like divine beings, incest doesn't really count. I I don't I don't I'm not a professional on this stuff. I can't make it sound okay. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah because literally adam's kids had kids they had adam's kids, kids probably fucked had kids. Ease, bro now th- yeah yeah now there's a theory that there was a third female lilith yeah so that would make a lot of so sense. for folks that don't know the story of lilith she was adam's first wife apparently 
but she was cast down because she was too dominant. She needed to be submissive to Adam. And that was like the role, that was the role that God had established. He created Adam and Lilith equal. And he realized that didn't work. So he created Eve from Adam. Exactly. So that that she would always be, I guess, play second fiddle. Yeah. I don't know. You know what that sounds like to me, though? That sounds like some fucking ancient dude trying to keep his bitch in line. And he's like, like, look. Masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But one of the reasons she was kicked out is because she didn't want to be missionary. She wanted to be on top. Yeah. I was like, what a good kid. You're kicking her out of fucking Eden for that? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's a good kid right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucked up. Um, Yeah. Very compelling stuff, dude. I could go on and on all day. But I don't know if the fucking viewers want to hear us babble all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first in-person, I wish it could be like this every time. I know, me too. It'd be so much easier. The flow would just go. I wish we had our mics right here. Yeah, right in my mouth. We'll get there. It's happening soon, dude. It's happening soon. I love it. Well, folks... Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, um, If you stayed this long, you're a goddamn trooper and a champion of the people. Yeah. Okay. And we appreciate you. We hope you appreciate us and give us a like. Yeah, this is fun. This is how me and Cameron just talk normally. Yeah. This Mine is like where we get it all shit. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so this was organic. Yes. Singles. Right off the top, yeah. folks. You're getting it raw and uncut. And I'm not even going to really edit this shit. So yeah. you're just getting it. Oh, right out to the people. One bathroom cut. Yep. One bathroom break cut, and that's it. That's all we needed. <laughs> bathroom break, replenish, back to work. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, dude, folks, little housekeeping. Sign up for the fucking Patreon. Patreon. It's ready. If you want a sticker, our stickers are dope. I designed them myself. Yep, they are sick. Um, yeah, get on the Patreon. I, I know you need a goddamn sticker. It's good yep. for you. Yep. Link tree set up. Whether yeah. you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, do we have SoundCloud on there? Um, no, I should probably put a SoundCloud. I've never really heard about podcasts being on SoundCloud. No, nah, I'll probably do it. it. I'm just saying, yeah. not everything. Fuck yeah, That's yeah. The word. I would say if you guys feel so inclined, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe to the Spotify. Become a follower. Drop five stars on Spotify. It really helps the algorithm. Yeah, do it, please. But you don't have to. That's all right. But please do it because it goes free. You guys are the shit and we know you love us. And why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. We love us so much. So, yeah. While you do that, we're going to go and keep getting drunk. Yep. So get back to it, folks. See ya. Peace.